Hey guys. Hello. Hey Mel. Hey. Hi. Hello. Let's hello. do this. Oh my gosh. We're back. Matchup number five. Halfway. Number five. We're more than halfway. Look at that. We're going and over what, the hill. What a week <laughs> it's been. What a week. What Has a week. it been a week? I mean, <laughs> what is what a two days it's been? What is it? Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Yeah. Please. I was I know. I know. Thanksgiving's coming up. We are excited. Are we excited? We're excited, right? We are. It's our lifetime arm of the bracket. Yeah, I mean, we're excited, maybe a bit worried. <laughs> There's some concern. There's yes. some concern. I'm yeah. Sure. You guys, I mean, if this is, is this maybe we should get into the movies first and then we can share our concerns. I know. I mean, it was, it wasn't lifetime's first weekend, but it's still pretty early. It's still pretty early. Um, yeah. So the two movies should we introduce ourselves? <laughs> we always forget. Does it matter anymore? Yeah, I'm, let's let's introduce ourselves. All right. Well, I'm Mel. I'm Erica. And I'm Dory. There we go. And we are halfway through our holiday movie back bracket. And this week, it was Lifetime's Dancing Through the Snow versus Lifetime's Baking Spirits Bright. <laughs> so should we start with um, Dancing Through the Snow? Yeah, since that aired first, I think on Friday, it was a Friday. Friday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Michael Foster is a firefighter and devoted single father to eight-year-old Lily, an aspiring ballerina. After a video goes viral of Michael and Lily doing an adorable ballet routine, Michael becomes the most eligible bachelor as women everywhere want to date this adorable dad. However, the only woman Michael has eyes for is Lily's ballet teacher, Olivia. Will Michael be able to dance his way into Olivia's heart? It's an interesting final line that had nothing to ever come into fruition. Did he ever dance again? I don't think he ever really danced. What again. was the point of the video? I kept what thinking, was I, the point? Of what the was video? the point? I kept I kept waiting for it to come back around and like be a story point again. Yeah, there was literally never, never, it never came back around. I mean, they it, like hinted at it at the end, but. You know, because I was like, oh, he's going to like do a fundraiser and be like, hey, it's, come see the the dancing dad and the daughter in person and bring your money. Right. But instead, it was just the other guys at the farmhouse, the firehouse and like their friends and family. They didn't make more than 30 bucks off that fundraiser. <laughs> and like, why wouldn't he dance? Like, like, why wasn't it? We'll, we'll put on a fundraiser. You know, I it'll not be understand me and my all. daughter and you can train me to be better. Like, I don't know. The story could have written itself and it did not. It did not. <laughs> right. Like what I expected was for, you know, when a video goes viral, I expected him to like write something in a GoFundMe page about mm -hmm. their love of dance and needing funds to keep this studio alive. So his daughter could keep dancing. That's what I thought they were going to do. So when, when we end up in the firehouse with some firefighters in twirling on stage, I was so confused as to what was going on. And then she was in a cab going to the airport. She went from, yeah, that was a real quick being <laughs> in love with this man and thinking she was going to try and like figure out a way to stay to moving to Florida in 24 hours I know her, her home was packed up in a day it was so yeah. weird it's why was she packing boxes when she still was going to Florida for Christmas 
she's still got to come back and like close up the studio, maybe sell it. Like, it's so weird that- It was so weird. It was so weird. I'm sorry, Erica, I railroad was over you at the top. No. What do you- You guys are just saying everything I'm thinking. I, I just felt that all of a sudden this connection came out of nowhere. So he first is talking about with his friends or his friend and his mom. It was his mom. Yeah. yeah I'm mom. not ready. I'm not ready. Then he mm-hmm. randomly bumps into her at the Christmas tree lot. And then next thing you know, he's there at her studio asking her out on a date. Yeah. He's like heavily pursuing her immediately. It's like, seems like you're ready. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, and so I just don't know, like, where did that idea come from that I want to pursue mm-hmm. something? But then I guess when he, they did go to the coffee date, it was more like, I want to know about my daughter in dance class but I mean not really there no. was I a think l- that was just a ruse there was a front. lot of things in this movie that did not connect connect and and you found out like how it connected after the fact whereas mostly in movies tv whatever they set everything up and yeah. you're following it very literally. tight yeah yeah very tight and every they never say a word that doesn't connect later no and so yeah. when they went to that fun or when they went to the recital then you find out she's leaving and he's just like, oh no, he's leaving. And then all of a sudden they're at this fundraiser and raising money, which I, my immediate thing was like, did he just make this fundraiser in five minutes? Like, mm-hmm. and then it was after the fact where she comes in and he says, oh yeah, we planned this, but it's like, why wouldn't that, why come- wouldn't you clue her in on it? Yeah. And it was just like, it was that. And then there was another, the see, oh, the scene in the studio of them dancing made me so uncomfortable. It was so sensual. I was like, whoa, this would we, not have- Have we ever seen a makeout like that in one of these movies? The close- it went on forever. Yeah, the close-up on the hands on the back. Yeah. Like, am I watching? What the I watching? lighting, it yes. was so dark in there. I was like, what is happening? And they're, and they're three dates in and she's like, where have you been all my life? And I'm like, what? <laughs> like you just, you don't even, you hardly even talk to this man. And and then her like moving to Florida, like you said, it seemed like she didn't want to go. Then all of a sudden she's moving. Yeah. But like, where did that come from? I just was so was confused. Weird. And then the daughter not liking it and him never even talking to his daughter about like, hey, I'm dating oh your dance teacher now. Yeah. That was wild. I, yeah. it just, and even like a little thing like this, like when she, when he was at the fire station and he found her necklace. Okay. The thing yeah. that would tee that up is in like a scene when she was there it's like you see her take her jacket off or her scarf off and like oh that's how that could have felt how the hell did that thing get lost like there's no little hints of making it believable and there's no scene of her being like oh everything i lost my necklace i got dumped i'm losing my dance studio and i lost my beloved necklace you know yeah I just felt like this movie was the same conversation over and over with different characters it's like he would talk to the mom then he talked to the friend and then she would talk to the friend and it it was just you guys I was really upset that this wasted two hours of my life (laughs) it was so weird to Uh like the thing about the necklace to drive home the necklace and just the endless loose ends when she was when they were having their picnic and I still thought this was going to be like a regular movie like we've been what we all all the other regular formulas we've been watching forever she's like, this is the necklace that came from my beloved ballet teacher when I was nine or whatever. Yeah, she taught me everything. I started being like, is that preacher's wife? Is that the lead's dead wife? Which, because there, there was hints that maybe the wife right. had also danced ballet. 
but we don't really know you're like trying to connect yeah then i'm like trying to do the math i'm like okay well how what is the age difference because if she was (laughs) nine and the teacher was like maybe 19 i would allow for so there's like a 10 i don't know i thought i thought something or she was gonna say oh we were in the same class me and your wife like who knew we cosmically knew each other you know like i just felt Mm -hmm. like there was gonna be some sort of like he would see a picture of his wife's dance troupe and there would be a little girl with that necklace on i don't know i thought there was going to be something yeah Mm -hmm. but like they the it was there was just so many loose ends everywhere so many yeah and and by the way that date that picnic if someone took me on a freezing cold picnic in the middle (laughs) of winter i'd fucking leave i'd be like nope bye like yeah i know there was a fire and stuff but oh let me also tell you here's what i noticed about that damn picnic here's the only thing i noticed the set dressing so Mm -hmm. At one point, if you look in the background, the background A, they they either shot the angle too high or they didn't dress it enough because all of a sudden a there's tree. snow and then there's just green grass. Oh, really? <laughs> and then this gets better. At one point, the wind blows and the fake snow blanket like flows in the wind. <laughs> and I'm like, they didn't, yes, rewind it. They didn't even try. You just see like a slight, sh- like, because, you know, it's like those blankets, like those. Yeah. fabrics of snow it, it like blew up a little bit and so they didn't even set they didn't even they either should have stayed tighter but if you look it's just all of a sudden snow and then just a field of grass because oh they're obviously gosh. it's Something not winter wrong. it I, just little things like that I noticed yeah. and I was just like oh god I mean I texted you about that firehouse scene that I must have watched over four times because I was like why is this so weird where I'm pretty sure the lead man preacher I don't know his real name. I'm sorry. He's handsome as all get out, but where he goes to the firehouse and he finds out that the video has been viral. He finds out because he walks into the firehouse and all the fire, other fire people are like making fun of him. And every single shot is like super close up. They're like looking right in the camera Mm -hmm. and it's, and you never see him and the guy. And then they, at one point there's a wide, it's gotta be a body, body double, a preacher body double. And they're shooting and the the guy he's talking to his friend isn't even looking at him. He's looking off to the side. And then at the end, he like walks into the firehouse and like he shrunk for like two inches. Like that man is shorter. (laughs) Like weird. It was so weird. And I get that things happen and you need filler scenes, but how did you not get that scene originally? What scene did you get where he found out it went viral that didn't make the, like that was not good enough. I don't know. I, that was like real world confessional. Like the way he was looking straight into the mm-hmm, lens of the camera yeah. was so creepy. It was weird. It was unsettling. It was unsettling. And there were a lot of uncomfortable and unsettling things about this movie. And can we talk about that scene where they're going to like distribute gifts or whatever? <gasps> and the little the trunk? girl? Yeah. Yes. With the shot of the trunk closing as mm-hmm. he gets into the car with his new girlfriend, yeah. leaving his scared and traumatized yep. daughter to go off with her uncle. I know. Um, excuse me? It was yeah. so weird. It was, it was so it weird. terrible. And it was like, there's terrible. not enough room in this car for all of us. I'm like, I see plenty of room. I mean, and if there's not enough room in the car, how about you take your child? Yeah. Until she has adjusted to the fact that you have a full-blown girlfriend who is also her dance teacher. Yeah. It was. That was a weird moment. So cr- that moment made me wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hated it. 
Yeah, I mean, he was clearly clueless. She was clearly not clueless, but did not put up enough of a fight. Like she, right. the right. girlfriend, the girl, the ballet teacher knew it was happening, and she was she should have insisted. She should have been like, she no, happily trotted herself in that car anyway. I yeah. was like, this is not what That's I strange. signed up for. Yeah, and- they didn't they didn't handle that very well. The daughter, you know, dad dating for the first time after mom's death, like that should have been a whole scene of, mm-hmm. you know. And I know again they did it after the fact when you know with the grandma the grandma had the conversation and then he finally talked to her but it, he did like a parent would catch those signs you know mm-hmm. oh 100 and also i hate that they wrapped that storyline up with a conversation with the grandma yeah which the daughter said i'm sorry like like she made a mistake like she did something wrong it's not wrong for a child to feel kind of weird when their mother is dead and their father starts dating again. Yeah. I hated that scene where she was, she was like, I made a mistake. And the grandma was like, oh, it's okay. We all make mistakes. That child did not make no mistake. They're acting like she schemed against her. She mm-hmm. just expressed that she felt kind of weird about all of yes. this. And it's, yeah. it's like, she's been the only person in her dad's life, the most, like most of her life you know mm-hmm. it's just been her exactly. and her dad so it's like even if she's not weirded out that there's like her mother's not in the picture it's like that's that's it i mean to me that was like well i guess it's slightly more realistic than hallmark movies where the child the children are like asking santa for a date for their parent or whatever you know like mm-hmm. maybe it's because it does feel a little bit more true to life that a child would feel weird about that situation or have some problem with it but yeah mm-hmm. it did get wrapped up very quickly and weirdly and the fact that he didn't seemed to really understand what was happening you know it was bizarre it was yeah. weird I really like Anna Lynn McCord Me but too. I but I like her best when she's a straight-up bitch like she mm-hmm. plays a great bitch she was in 90210 that's when I fell in love with her and she was just so like you know fashion forward in your face not taking crap from anyone and I'm you know it's always nice to see actors you know portray new roles but I just can't see her as anything else but that you know (laughs) and just this this movie was just so weird weird it just missed every mark for me every mark every mark and I really like Anna Lynn McCord too and I also love Colin Lawrence I love him and I didn't mind them together it was just this story was so weird from the start and all of this is going on. And at the same time, it was pretty boring. Yeah. Even with all this weird shit happening, yeah. it was a boring movie. It was boring. The only right. good part is when he made that video with his daughter. That was it. And he which, was never, which never paid off. Like which I Never paid off. Well, yeah. and can we talk about how we got into the movie where they have that intro of her yeah. dancing by herself and then it's like credits and mm. then... And then he's popping up with a reef, like into frame. Yes, <laughs> yes. like slow motion almost. It mm. was so, the choices, the stylistic choices in yeah. this movie, it was so weird. It was strange, very strange. And I mean, Anna Lynn McCord, she was Anna Lynn McCord. That's how you say her name, right? Anna Lynn McCord, yeah. She was kind of a bitch to her parents who she said, <laughs> I'm going to go home for Christmas and they were so excited and I'm going to move there and they were so excited and then she just decides to stay with no explanation I mean it was very I was like I feel bad for those parents 
she just doesn't seem to care about them at all. That whole situation <laughs> was completely bizarre. She was constantly hanging up on them. She was like, yeah, I have to go. I have to get up early tomorrow. Bye. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. very, it was a very weird movie. It was very strange. Very, yeah. it felt, it felt very, and you know, I'm going to, I don't know if it's an appropriate thing for me to talk poorly about networks, but I don't watch any of the up TV Christmas movies because I feel like they all are a little loosey goosey with their production value and their storytelling. Maybe they've gotten better over the years, but I tend to avoid those. And this felt like to me, an up TV movie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just felt, I know what you mean. It felt like an acquired film <laughs> yeah. made by someone, you know, on the side. But. And it's a shame because they had the talent. The girl, the little girl was cute. Mm-hmm. I like the actors. Mm-hmm. This was purely like a story issue and honestly a stylistic yeah. issue. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the stylistic choices had me scratching my head. I was like, are you trying? And I get people want to be different. You mm-hmm. know, you don't want to do the same old thing. But different still has to make sense. And right, so yeah. much of this didn't make sense. Exactly. And you know what's funny is working, you know, in reality TV, mm-hmm. one of the things that we always are told is you need to dumb everything down. Like, yeah. r- like make your story like a third grader would understand it. And what's funny is that when I hear that, I'm like, oh God, we don't give these people enough credit. Like they'll follow it. Now I see exactly why you need to spell it out. You need to make sure everything connects. Otherwise mm-hmm. you're sitting there like, wait, what? Wait, where yeah. did this come from? Wait, wait, how does this pay up? That's exactly what they did not do. They made yeah. it so overly complicated. I don't, I don't know if it was supposed to be that way. Maybe they were like, oh, well, we'll make up for it later. But if you don't give people the information right off the bat, by the time they get to later, they're just like, oh, okay, now I get it. But it just doesn't have that same effect of mm-hmm. where the story's going. So yeah. I, I just was just like you, Dory, I was scratching my head and I even like remember writing down notes and saying, wait, what happened here? Oh, okay. And like five minutes later, like, oh, I see now, but still it's just, it doesn't pay off yeah. for me that way. No, if there's no payoff, then it all feels like a waste of time. Like yeah. everything mm-hmm. you're paying attention to, if it just goes nowhere, Or if it just goes to where, like, it shouldn't, like, if it goes, if there's an obvious way it could go due to a payoff, which we're used to with Hallmark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And it's like, if you don't have the journey or the destination. What do you, what do you have? (laughs) What do you you got? Nothing. You got nothing. Yeah. Oh God, guys. You got a big old headache. Yes. Oh no, not good at all. Not good at all. But we had another movie to watch. We did have another, the Sunday night movie. <laughs> did it get any ben- any better? Listen to find out. Now, you know, <laughs> so Baking Spirits Bright was the, yes, the second movie. Mira Varma, or Varna? Varma? Varma. Mira Varma takes pride in her family's business of making fruitcakes, despite the decline in its popularity of once being America's most gifted holiday confection. When Mira's parents decide to hire Brady Phillips and his high-powered marketing company to boost sales for the holidays, Mira must fight to hold on to the heart of the company she loves so much. I mean, I like this one a lot better (laughs) than the first one. 
I don't know if that's an okay thing to say. I thought it was. <laughs> that's not okay. I'm just yeah. kidding. Though. I mean, it it still felt like an up TV movie, but I at least found some humor in this movie. And I like, I loved the grand, the, not the grandparents, the parents and mm-hmm. the brother. I loved the gay romance with the brother. Mm-hmm. You're never going to convince me that fruitcake is exciting <laughs> or like an appealing story topic. Although when she did this at one point described it as plum cake with mystery Indian spices, I was like, I would eat that. Yeah, I would eat that. And then they never called it that again. <laughs> but, um, but I don't know. How, how did you guys feel about this movie? There was a lot of fruitcake. Um, there was a lot of fruitcake. This was a lot of fruitcake. And I struggled with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just can't get into a fruitcake story. I liked that this couple was a little older. Mm-hmm. I appreciated yes. that. Um, they're a little older than we often see. Great that it was an Indian American family. Like you loved the gay romance with the um, brother and the marketing manager, Assistant, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that I wanted to see more of their story because mm-hmm. their dates were really cute and they were adorable. But I, I really felt like this story got bogged down <laughs> in the fruitcake of it all. And I struggled. I thought it was pretty boring. This was a tough one for me. Both of these were tough for me this mm-hmm. week. I do think overall, I liked this one better because I liked the couple better. Yeah. I just wish they hadn't been talking about fruitcake the whole time. That was a lot. That was a lot. It's hard to believe that their family company only does fruitcake all year round and has sustained themselves up to that point. And as soon as you start having arguments about like what color the paper wrapping the fruitcake should be, you lose me. (laughs) It's like that Easter movie where the whole story is, do we automate the egg Easter baskets or do we wrap them by hand as soon as you are talking about like (laughs) wrapping baskets wrapping cakes wrapping whatever I'm losing it I'm I'm out I'm out sorry the teens are having a party next door and the teens can you hear the teens having a party I can hear them yeah yeah they've been having a party every night family (laughs) parties I don't know Good for them. I'm happy for them. Bones was agreeing with me. Yeah. He says too much fruitcake. Too much fruitcake, too much partying. Yeah. <laughs> so this one was this one was rough for me. This was a mm-hmm. rough one. It was less rough than dancing through the snow, but um not my favorite weekend from lifetime. What did you think, Erica? I mean, I'm dying to know your face is saying a lot without you having to say a word. And I wish that everyone could see it. My favorite part of this movie was the commercial for the Janet Jackson documentary (laughs) coming in 2022. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. I just could not get into this. This was, you're right, too much fruitcake. There's nothing exciting about fruitcake. And I laughed. I did laugh out loud when they did that whole social media thing (laughs) and that poor guy like screwed up the social media thing you'd think he would have gotten fired whatever 
but he still got promoted. I was he got promoted. He That's got a whole promoted. thing. Welcome but when to America, but during the live stream, <laughs> when the live stream and she goes, people are going to make fun of fruitcake now. And I just started thinking, girl, they always have like yeah, yeah. everybody makes fun of fruitcake. There's nothing you can do to make fruitcake exciting. I don't care. Hashtags like it just no. did not work. I, I did not like her from the beginning. I just thought she was too, too uptight, uptight playing into the, this is how we've always done it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just, for a long time, I didn't think she was open to her family. Like even her sister, the sister mm-hmm. was great. The parents, you're right. Mel were great. The brother was great, but I just never liked her to be honest with you. I just thought she shot everyone's ideas down. They were so open to it and they were trying to get her to come around. Yes. Obviously, finally she does but she was just so cold about it. And I don't know. I just, just some of the writing was weird for me. Like at literally one point, the guy says when he was dismissing the assistant for the night, he says, be gone with you. Like who says, who says be gone with you? I don't understand. Like just little things like that. I also noticed weird act breaks coming out of this show. There was one where it was the brother and the assistant talking and they literally cut the conversation off. Like he says something like, I don't know. And then they, you could tell the conversation was still going to go, but yet they faded to, you know, the act out. Then there was one where the music started revving up during a montage. Then they cut to commercial break and then coming into the next act break, it was that same music. So I knew that that was supposed to be continuous. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering like where, who decided to change the act breaks? Was that a network thing? Were they too far? Cause those are things you usually set in stone before you mm-hmm. send that to a deliverable, like send that to the network. So there was just weird little technical things like that, that I noticed. I didn't like the ending. I just, this fell very flat for me. Um, I did appreciate though, like the different culture I, I always appreciate seeing like diversity and, you know, different cultures and stuff, but the story just, you, you can't get excited. You're right. You can't get excited about fruitcake. You just can't. Mm-hmm. Was- I think you're right. There was a lot about the way it was put together that felt sloppy. And that was the, our issue in part with dancing through the snow as well. Like mm-hmm. both of these movies felt really thrown together in a weird way. Um, it was not a great weekend. No. And this is what I'm fearful of is, is this what we're getting for the next three weeks with lifetime? I hope not. I know me too. Cause this was, this was tough. Like it took me a few days to get through these movies. I'm really glad that we're recording on Tuesday. Cause I, I mean, I was running up right to Tuesday at 6 PM trying to finish these movies. If I'm this, mad. If this is what we're. I'm mad too. I'm mad. I had other stuff to watch. I wanted to watch. Yeah, no. I wanted to watch Adele on CBS, and I didn't because I was trying to get through these things. We've got a Real Housewives Ultimate Girls yep. trip. We're trying to mm-hmm. get to like no babysitters club so season much. two. Yeah, there's so much other stuff that we could have been watching. Two, that's right. We got Selling Sunset coming up. Like if they keep, <laughs> if yeah. Lifetime keeps be wasting our up, time, yeah, we are gonna be in trouble. Mm-hmm. I do, I do want to highlight two moments of writing in this movie though. Okay. That were maybe okay decent. <laughs> I did 
<laughs> like the story she's told the lead girl where she said we came to America my grandmother had never like fruitcake and Christmas wasn't really a thing but she didn't want me to be left out at school mm-hmm. so that was nice learned the customs so I would fit in mm-hmm. I thought that was a nice little moment the other is this line that we never get from Hallmark movies where the father who owns the ad exec company is sending his son to do this ad campaign for Christmas. And the son says, it's a little late to launch a holiday campaign for the year. It's always a little late. It's to always a little, a little to 100%. You're right. The only movie that's ever acknowledged that you would not be at Thanksgiving launching a campaign right. for Christmas, but whatever. You're right. So there, they got those two things and they got fun parents that were high-fiving about their daughter dating. I enjoyed that. Yeah. But yeah. Hallmark has such good, I mean, sorry, Lifetime has such good will from us for past yeah. years. And, and they, know, yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and they tried like with a different little montage, which is where they made like homemade stockings. But when the guy opened that scene up with saying, this looks complicated, I'm like gluing a snowman on a on a freaking stocking is complicated. Yeah. A, like, a, yeah, a stocking from stop. the dollar store that she supposedly decorated when she was eight. It's like all those presents, those felt presents would have fallen off. All it off. Yeah. Yes. So, like, I just, like, I know. I don't know. I don't know. This, the thing is, I don't know if we're ready to go here, is I don't know which one to vote for. Oh, I do. I do. Just because I don't care. Like, whatever I mean, you guys pick yeah. is what I'll go with. I don't, I don't care who goes and who stays. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really think that um, this movie was superior. Baking honestly, Spirits Bright. For, mm-hmm. Yeah, Baking Spirits Bright. Purely for the diversity, the cultural aspects. Um, we got a great um, gay couple storyline. That, for me, is enough to push it over the top. But yeah, like, I mean, I'm not exactly ecstatic about either of these choices. Yeah. Is that your same vote, Mel? Yes. Well, there it is. That's who's going. That's who's going. Baking spirits bright. The fruitcake wins. Barely catches (laughs) out a win. For the first time in its life. (laughs) You know, guys, I did (sighs) I did jump around and watch a little bit of other lifetime movies, and they I didn't get through any of them. (laughs) Oh no. I watched a Hallmark movie and I was like, this should have been on it. Which one? I mean, it wasn't like the best movie. Was um, it the Terry Hatcher one? Yes, it oh, was. I didn't watch it yet. Is it good, Erica? It was it was cute. It's a, a called A Kiss Before Christmas with Terry Hatcher, uh Jamie Denton, and Mary Lou Henner, who I love. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. Uh it was cute. It's like the typical, you know, man wonders what his life would have been yeah. like had he made this choice. And then Santa mm-hmm. comes and you know, lets him see what his life would be like, and then he realizes, oh, that's not what I wanted. But what's interesting is like the guy is pretty much the lead in this movie. Um, you know, Terry Hatcher's like present throughout the whole thing, but it was the guy, you know, going, it's his switching story. time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was like a time hop thing, but I thought it was really cute. And I, again, I liked that this was like an older couple, mm-hmm. you know, they're married. So it wasn't like we had to see a whole, like, how did they fall in love? It was just what his life would have been like, had he not been with her. And, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, you know what he discovers doing that but I liked it I I mean I enjoyed watching it way more than these two (laughs) I 
as it's the commercial where it's Santa and he goes, this is what your life would be if you did that one thing different. I was like, that sounds like my nightmare movie. <laughs> the sliding doors. Yeah, well, it is a, it's a, it's a, it's a screwy time hop thing. And it, it, you know, there was a moment where I was like, okay, well, he saw his alternative life. What happens to all those people in that life when he goes back to the life? Yeah. And there was like a deadline. Died. There was like a deadline thing. You have to do this by Christmas to figure. Um, but I did. I enjoyed it a lot more than those two. I'll probably mm. watch it. It was cute. Sure. I'm going to watch it for sure. Yeah. I watched an old Hallmark movie from the beginning of our bracket season that also was not on the bracket. I don't know. It wasn't because we would have talked about it, but Dory had talked about it. The Christmas in my heart, the Christmas in my heart, which was the mm-hmm. violin movie with mm-hmm. it's Luke McFarlane, right? Yeah. I loved it. It was I so good. loved it. Top shelf. So good. So top shelf. Top shelf. The little girl in that movie is so good. She's so good at she's acting. So and she's so just good in the entire movie. He's good. The lead lady is good. The grandma. I mean, it was a it's a so if if you're looking for something and you come across Christmas in my heart, I think it's a movies and mysteries. Yeah. Channel one. Worth a pause. I also watched Every Time a Bell Rings the um Aaron Cahill uh the Hallmark um, Movies Now one mm-hmm, Hallmark Movies Now but I also think it's gonna end up on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries sometime this season and it's also got Allie Liebert in it and I don't know the other actress I don't remember her from anything else but um it's about three sisters who go back home to Mississippi for Christmas and it's their it's the first time they've all been together under one roof um, since their father died a year or two before and all their lives they have made wishes on this bell every time a bell rings and so um, their father used to do these scavenger hunts and so he apparently has set up one last scavenger hunt for them And they are looking for this bell for them all to wish on. And then they each have a different, like they each have their own struggles and things that they're going through that they want to wish on the bell. Um, And so it's about them finding the bell and getting to know each other again and kind of coming back together and doing some healing after a really kind of tough time for them all for different reasons. And they're also all adopted. And so there's a story about one of them kind of looking for her birth mother. And um, I loved it. I loved it. I love Erin Cahill. I think she produced this movie. So she's been very, she's been promoting it very heavily and it means a lot to her and um, highly recommend, highly recommend. It was great. And Wes, what's his name? Wes Brown. He Mm -hmm. was in it. He played like a childhood best friend of one of them that of course- Mm-hmm. is also the love of her life and doesn't and Allie get the girl I saw that yeah a tweet Allie about gets it. yep Allie gets to play a lesbian and they have they date you get to see them meet you get to see them flirt and you get to see them share a kiss and it is lovely and romantic and sweet I, I really liked it. So if you have Hallmark movies now, you can watch it now there. But I do think it's also going to be on the schedule for Hallmark movies and mysteries probably in December. So it's exciting. Yeah, I that mean, sounds like different. I like that. It Me was. Too. It was different in the best way possible. You know, loved it. So cute. So sweet. So 
I'm glad I had that uh, yeah. to watch this weekend. The week is. Yeah. I'm scared. What's coming up? What's next? I'm nervous week? too. Next week is Merry Little Christmas Baby versus Miracle in Motor City. So Merry Little Christmas Baby is the third movie. It's Kelly Rowland, right? She was on the Today mm-hmm. Show today talking about it. Mm-hmm. And is Miracle in Motor City the Smokey Robinson one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and okay. Tia. Tia Maori or is it Tamara? I can't remember. It was. I think it's Tamara because I think Tia was. A oh, yeah. Tia. Film, but or flip it and reverse it. I don't yeah, know. One I, or the other. Yeah. So we'll see. We, I mean, I hope there's just some music that makes it, you know, enjoyable. And I hope Merry Little Baby Christmas has some sass and something mm-hmm. because we need oh. something. We need some storytelling, man. We need some quality. Yeah, we and need I, some quality. And I know people who don't watch Hallmark, they would laugh if I said like, we need quality <laughs> like Hallmark mm-hmm. <laughs> or at Lifetime like I can't wait to watch Christmas Ever After again on Lifetime. Like that was a great mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what made this weekend such a bummer mm-hmm. is that the past couple of years, Lifetime had just been coming on so strong and improving so much. And really, I think giving Hallmark a bit of a run for its money. Mm-hmm. But man, the crown has been reigning far superior this season so far in my mind I remember when I would see like a Hallmark movie that seemed in a way too good for Hallmark I would comment and say oh it seemed like it would be on Lifetime Mm -hmm. (laughs) not anymore like life I mean unless Lifetime delivers later but I mean it has got to show up something better than what we saw this weekend Mm -hmm. this was this was one of the tougher weekends I remember on the bracket because usually there's one that you yeah it's rare that there are two that I dislike there might be one I feel more strongly about or there's usually one I at least like this these two I will never watch again yeah ever ditto I mean, the Jordan Sparks weekend was harder for me. Time traveling train and Jordan Sparks. To me, with that, the quality was at least better. That's true. The quality. Leave that time traveling train alone. (laughs) (laughs) Sick of you. Said enough. Sick of this. I'm sick of defending (laughs) the time travel train. (laughs) I mean, at least in those movies, the stories flowed somewhat. Yeah, it's true. I weren't. I wasn't scratching my head like trying to follow where wait what happened like there was just too much in both of these too much wait what's happening why is this happening where is this going I don't want to think that much like I guess you guys do during the time traveling Mel overthinks it and wonders about the other the other side of the train but no it was just too much I just didn't care Mm -hmm. (laughs) we have seven Hallmark movies coming up this week seven no it's a big week it's a big week and what do big, we have mel and they're throwing some heavy hitters in there too we have on, on thanksgiving we have the nine kittens of christmas yes the mm-hmm. highly highly anticipated <laughs> sequel to the nine lives of christmas which erica i know you've never seen because you don't like no, cats. not a cat person it's a really good. I don't. I'm not a cat person either. But it's this is hilarious movie. because Erica lives with cats. Okay, I have two, my husband has two cats. <laughs> Erica, at this point, those are your cats too. They, they still don't like me. <laughs> we we live we live with each other. We tolerate each other, but they ain't cuddling up to me. Well, the movie I would still recommend. Although this this sequel word on the street is that the couple has broken up, and it's them getting back together. So that's hard. 
that's hard to comprehend. And then there's something called Christmas CEO, which I mean, how has there not been a movie titled Christmas yeah, CEO before? Totally. Um, Who's with that? I don't know. I didn't write it down. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up, my friend. Okay. What else we got? I think we have Lacey Chabert's movie, which might be the chat is like Christmas at the chateau, or it's either that or it's like Christmas in Tahoe. One of those is hers. <laughs> oh, Christmas CEO is a Paul Green movie. Interesting. A small toy company CEO gets a once in a lifetime offer to merge with a mega toy company, but will need her extreme her estranged ex business partner signature to seal the deal. Mm-hmm. I got uh, very confused about a small toy company. I was like is like small toys like right literally. is it small toys or <laughs> like is it matchbox a small cars yeah. toy like is it a small business that sells toys anyway that's coming up and the, then there's one that's like the, sh- the christmas chateaus of somewhere where i think Lacey goes to maybe ireland she goes somewhere scotland australia <laughs> <laughs> now you're just now you're just naming ah! countries um, i'm trying to look there's a freaking ad that won't shut up on this. Hallmark is the worst. Page. These ads are insane. Worst website. The user experience, please. Yeah. Christmas Christmas at Castle Heart. Christmas she goes at- to Ireland. Oh, there you go. To search for her Irish roots. There she meets charming Aiden Hart, Earl of Glass Low. Glass Low. Okay. Yeah. They just took out a G. Or whatever, yeah. Glasgow and, Gla- and Glass- what was it? Glasslow. Glasslow and Glasgow. Glasgow. Yeah, I guess that's how you okay, would say Okay, that's it. funny. We have an unexpected Christmas, which has, looks like Bethany Joy Lentz. Um, oh, I like and her. And Tyler Hines without a beard. Um, I can't, for the life of me, get pull up a synopsis on this website. Homework. I got it. I got it, Mel. Okay. Don't you worry. Oh, <laughs> it's one sentence. <laughs> writer convinces his ex-girlfriend to pose as a couple for christmas oh, that's it all right all right they look very cute together and mm. this i'm excited for this one the, there was a little i wouldn't call it a trailer but there was a promo i saw that was cute so all those are coming up yeah we got the christmas con the christmas contest with ccb that's oh, I saw. Yeah, I saw a preview of that. And then, ooh, we have time for them to come home for Christmas, <laughs> where it's Jesse Shram has amnesia. <laughs> oh boy, I know. I do love I her though. I'm gonna watch that one for sure. It's gonna probably gonna be terrible, but I'm gonna watch it. But awesome. we have a lot to watch this week. It's, I mean, we also have uh, Selling Sunset coming back. The new Adele album came out. I can't stop listening to I it. I can't stop listening either. It's so good. To be loved is masterpiece. A masterpiece. It destroyed me. I get oh chills gosh. every. I get chills every time I listen to it. That ending, <sighs> that note, those notes she hits. She has to pull away from the mic. She's so powerful. <laughs> Mel, have you listened to it yet, Mel? I have not. I have not. I'm when not. you get to be loved, let us know because there are things she said that really resonated with me. She talks a lot about the things we do because we want to be loved no oh, man i mean it just really hit me hard oh, and no. i feel i literally feel like we don't deserve adele <laughs> like i'm so obsessed with her i think she's the greatest of all time and we just don't deserve her she's incredible 
they don't deserve a lot of people the way this and she's going. funny and she's like hilarious and sweet and mm-hmm. down to do whatever it seems like i've loved every album she's had and i remember when her song chasing pavements came out off that first album and I saw the music video on, it had to have been like Much Music or a Canadian channel. It was not an American. Oh, I miss Canadian Much Music. But I have loved her ever since then. She's just amazing. I gotta listen. Too many things. Too many things. So, so many, many things. Agenda. Oh plus, my gosh. Plus we have jobs that we have to do. Oh yeah, work. <laughs> oh, about, about that. that. What a pain. Oh, also, I didn't get to talk about how I finally watched love hard oh yes thoughts i loved it netflix's love hard so good i'm really looking forward to some other netflix ones coming up too i really feel like if love hard had been on the bracket it would i mean there would be no contest it wouldn't have been a fair fight i don't it wouldn't it there would have been no contest it is so good It, Mm -hmm. it was the perfect mix to me of funny moments and sweet moments and moments that make you think like when he was explaining why he did what he did at the nursing home, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. Uh, the grandpa candle. I don't think I'll ever get over the grandpa candle. The grandpa candle. Oh, I know. So sweet. I just loved every second of it. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. So if you have All not checked out Netflix's Love Hard, you absolutely should. I mean, if we were doing a ranking right now of our favorite movies we've watched so far, that's my number Me too. one by a mile. Mm-hmm. Me too. I cried. It was so great. I did cry too. So At the end, which wasn't even sad, but I cried. <laughs> I was moved. Oh, was that's moved okay. Too when she had the cards. Mm-hmm. Just his I response. Was I was like, that was so perfect. And it was, and I didn't see it coming, you know. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Well, let's hope, let's keep our fingers crossed for yeah. some, some better lifetime. Mo- lifetime movies to come. We can pray only hope. Pray for us. Please pray. <laughs> yeah. Light a, light a candle. Light a candle. <laughs> a grandpa candle or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Aww. light a grandpa candle. Cause we're going to need it to get through. I'm ner- I am legitimately concerned for what yeah. we've, we've signed ourselves up for. Yeah. We've done this to ourselves. And we're entering the vortex where everything becomes too much like work Mm -hmm. becomes too much Mm -hmm. duties outside of work become too much Mm -hmm. and the holiday movies start to wear a little Mm -hmm. yeah Um, so it could be for a painful few weeks so let's hope that's not the case anyway with that little rain cloud yes we we say (laughs) goodbye we say good night we bid adieu Thanks for listening. Off, off with you, Erica. Wait, be gone. Be gone <laughs> with you. Be gone with you. I can't. That's how we're ending the podcast yep. from now on. Yeah. Yep. Be, be gone, gone with you. you. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>